It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Corey Parker's waiting on, but I, I just saw that, well, this seems to be rugby league related or, or uh, rugby related grant. Have you ever had heels uh, hip and shoulder from uh, your niece? <laughs> no, Alyssa? I haven't. She's she's tackled a pitch invader over in India. Uh, and were you ever attempted to do that? But no. yes, there was a pitch invader at the Indian Premier League for the women. And, I got a text from someone. Uh, the number wasn't in my phone, and uh, sort of said, "No, she needs to get her shoulders lower and drive hard with her legs." <laughs> and there's a the still shot is she is too high, but I think she had a crack. Well, uh, good effort. You need to shake that intruder's hand. You, you can only imagine how hard it would be to get on an Indian pitch. Yeah, they have the Those high fences, a little bit yeah. of wire at times. Well, this gentleman used to get his uh, shoulder down and drive in hard with the leaf. Corey Parker, a very good morning to you. Morning, gentlemen. How are we going? Hey, well, thanks, Corey. Very well. You're going to join us right the way through this, uh, well, the autumn and the winter of, uh, of footy. And uh, you, you've got to agree, there's been no bigger build-up to a round one match uh, or matches than we've seen in the last, well, six months leading into Vegas. Yeah, without doubt, Peter Volandis and Andrew Abdo have obviously gone all in in, uh, in regards to the NRL over in Las Vegas. And, and rightly so. I mean, there's no bigger platform uh, to launch the 2024 season than what is uh, in Las Vegas. So uh, the build-up has been a, a unique one. It's been one I haven't seen ever before, but um, everyone has jumped on board. They're telling me something like 38,000 tickets have been sold at Elliant Stadium, Allegiant Stadium rather, uh, and off the back of that, they reckon there might be four or 5,000 walk-ups. So that's 40 or thousand uh, to watch a round one game in America. So they've done an extremely good job, the NRL, but um, hopefully, and I'm fingers crossed, and I've got no reason why it wouldn't, the product will deliver. Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Do you think, let's have a look at South. So let's, um, it's really Trilegion Stadium. Uh, can Latrell lead his team? <laughs> a little bit light on in the backs, but can he get them going? Yeah, look, uh, I've said this for a couple of weeks now. I've kept a real eye on South in regards to just their off-field behaviour in terms of, you know, their cohesiveness and their, you know, their connectivity. And uh, Latrell has been at the forefront of everything they've been doing. He's got a smile on his face. Uh, he is enjoying his rugby league. And just watching him last night on Fox League on 360, uh, he was uh, – Really up for this, and he's yeah, he's named the the, the stadium Trelliant Stadium as you, as you mentioned, Trelligent Stadium. It's everything's Trellevision. So when he's in a mood like that, it's um, it, it, you can go one or two ways. You can sit back from a punter's point of view and just sort of hose him for you know being a little bit on himself. But from my point of view, I love the fact he can see the headspace that he's in. He's enjoying his rugby league. Cody Walker's a huge inclusion of their side who only just got to get through. I think captain's run and he'll be playing. Uh, so can Luttrell do it? I, I, yeah, well, he can, but um, he's going to be up against the Manly side 
uh, heels who is led by Travojevic. So um, what a matchup that is. Yeah, you took words out of my mouth, mate. I mean, you're right. Latrell looks as fit as he's been. At this mm. time, and he, you know, he, he laughs. He said, well, "You know, why is everyone saying, yeah. oh, you look fit?' You know, but uh, you know, he's he's just having a shot. But if Tommy can can stand up and we can get a decent season out of him, I mean, I know that doesn't augur well for us come Origin time, but we'll worry about yeah. Origin when we get to it. But you just love to see the two of them have great seasons because they're such exciting footballers, aren't they? Oh, without doubt, and that's sort of half the reason why those couple of sides have been picked, to be fair. I mean, you've got, uh, you know, Latrell Mitchell who lights any stadium up when he's on song. And then, you know, on the other side of the coin, you've got um, Travojevic who is, you know, absolutely outstanding when he is on song. Now, he has done every session and every training uh, day that they have had in 14-week off-season for the Manly Seagulls. So he cannot be more prepared. Hasn't done a, 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 a trial run yet because they didn't want to risk him or didn't see the sense in giving him a trial run. So uh, he comes in into this game fully fit, not an injury and worry in the world, and I've got no doubt he'll be uh, you know, trying to uh, lift Manly to a victory in round one. Hey, Corey, can you tell me the strengths of the Manly Ford pack? Yeah, well, they, they play a different style to what we see, uh, what we will see rather, of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. South Sydney Rabbitohs play that sort of really one-directional, uh, one-dimensional style through the middle, uh, not too much offloading happening. And then, you know, off the back of that, if they can generate a quick play of the ball speed, Cam Murray and Cook generally sort of capitalise. Uh, for the Manly Seagulls, they do play a little bit of football. When you've got someone like Jake Travojevic, who's able to uh, roll his sleeves up and just sort of get the team going down the park, he can also play a little you know, slight of hand with the ball and create. I thought Lachlan Croker had a breakout season for the Manly Seagulls. He's got some real creativity in around the ruck. So I expect them to play a slightly different style to what we'll see from South. Uh, and there is word get, coming out that because the field is shorter and more narrower that the referee's probably going to hold on and let the game flow a little bit better but hold on uh, back to 10 to 11 metres. Now, if that is the case, you will see uh, that power game really come to the forefront. Yeah, okay. All right, well, who wins that one, mate? I, I just like South. Based on, on what we've um, what I've sort of discussed, their, their connectivity and cohesion, let alone you know, some of the stars in their side, I, I'm going to go with South on that one. Right on. The rumours have been around for a while that uh, Xavier Willison, even though he was named in the 17, uh, will make way for Tapao. Um, we're talking about 240-odd games difference in, the, in their careers. And it, it seems to be the message from Payne Haas when he fronted the media that, that they're expecting, you know, the old in-cliché, arm wrestle up front with the Roosters. Yeah, interesting one, Paddy, to be honest. I mean, a couple of days ago, myself and Benny on, on his show were, were talking about uh, Kevy had actually shown his hand and gone with some youth, and that mm. being Xavier Willison over Marty Tapau and also um, Dean Mariner over Corey Oates. So in the in the space of 24 to 48 hours, Kevy seemed to have flipped that uh, on its head and gone with Marty Tapau. I think it's an interesting move. Now, Marty's obviously got, as you mentioned, enormous amounts of uh, experience, but I thought um, Xavier Wilson, particularly in that All-Stars game, was outstanding yeah. and, and is really primed for what I think could be a really big year for him. Now, he's a big body also. He brings another point of difference in terms of his size and his in his late footwork. A uh, little surprising, that one, for me, but um, obviously, Kevy seems to think that it's going to be through that middle um, is where it's going to be won or lost. So I'll uh, wait and see how it all unfolds. Mm. Is, is that a 50-50 game, do you reckon? Should should Broncos fans be concerned with that Roosters team? And what does it mean well, Trent Robinson wants to be a better coach this year? 
Yeah, I read those comments. That one was a little bit um, – it, it made my eyebrows pop up, I tell you, because when Trent Robinson is saying and wants to be a better coach, he's dialed right in for the contest, mm-hmm. isn't he? So for, off the back of that, um, it, 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 the question sort of presents itself. Um, does uh, the Brisbane Broncos – you know, from a fan perspective, when you look at games, yeah, it probably is a 50-50. Uh, back, off the back of last year when we saw the Broncos go into that grand final and you saw where the Roosters finished up, yeah, it would be a 50-50 game. This is going to be a cracking game. You go for lineups right across the park. Tedesco, Walsh, uh, you got Manu and Katoni Staggs. You got Walker up against Mam. Uh, you got Reynolds up against Keary. Then you go into the front row. You got Payne Haas and Spencer Lenu. I mean, there is stars in internationals right across the park. Mm. There's some breakout players that are going to really light that stadium up. And I'm just, I'm just sort of salivating to think who that person might be. Yeah, and the two thirteens as well, mate. Uh, Victor the Inflictor and Paddy Carrigan. Well, just that in itself, right? Yeah. Like Victor the Inflicted to what he plays and the influence he has on his side, completely different player to Paddy Carrigan, but they bring so much. It's, um, yeah, other, is the red mist going to descend over, over Victor when uh, he runs out onto the stadium? And, and does he, you know, well, is Spencer Lenu? He gets his first run in the Roosters colours uh, and first starting jersey. So is the red mist going to descend on him? Mm. I, I expect it to be some huge fireworks, to be fair. Hey, Kaiser, what, what do you think the, the smaller dimensions, as you said, length, and I think, what, five five metres shorter on uh, on the width, what's that going to do to the ball game? Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to do anything in regards to uh, you know, you know, the field being more sh- sort of shorter, so five metres shorter, as you mentioned, but it's it's I suppose the width is going to play its real part. I mean, five metres uh, in or two and a half metres in each side will certainly play its part. So the wingers won't get copious amounts of space. I'd be very, very surprised if we saw any team find space out on the outside, like you know, like you do in the NRL, putting a winger away untouched. I'd be very surprised if that is the case. I look for more back through that middle third. Some offloads will play its part, but um, ultimately it's going to be um, – yeah, you know, as Kevy's sort of every sort of coach has sort of touched on through that middle is where they're going to try and blow the door down. Mm, that's certainly one big adjustment um, to to get a feel for. What about this game in general, mate? The, these games to play a game in Vegas uh, as mm. round one that that is massive, isn't it? Can will all the teams adjust well to it? Do you think? Yeah, well, they've all been over there for long enough. Heels, I, I think they will adjust well. Manly have been in Vegas actually mm. for you know, seven days. Broncos, LA, San Diego for um, the, the Rabbitohs. So, it, look, it, regardless of how they might feel going into it, I got no doubt. You're in Las Vegas. You run out onto that stadium. You have no other option but to perform. I mean, yeah. how good must it be or feel? And take a thought for the people back in Australia, for example, and, and taking not a shot at any of these teams. But uh, I think you know, Canberra and, and the and uh, the Tigers playing in Canberra, or you know, there's an opportunity for these teams. And Valandis has made it open. He said there will be an opportunity for every team to play in Vegas. Now I don't know what that actually means, that opportunity, but um, five year plan. Uh, these guys will want to put on a good performance, and I'm sure they will. So every other team will be uh, watching with uh, you know very closely. Yeah, I know. I agree. I, I think it's a great idea. I mean, I, I don't know what the bottom line is, whether they'll ever reveal what the bottom line or what it's cost. But the, the, the big telling point, as you well know, will how many eyeballs they get on Fox One in the States. Uh, That's right. Yeah. And, and they've got pretty much an open paddock. 
at the moment. There's not a whole heap of uh, opposition. So they get on Fox 1 in the States there with their 100 million-plus viewers. Uh, it could be really big for the league. Hey, uh, just very quickly, you went through 16 very painful pre-seasons. You've got to <laughs> be feeling this morning for Tommy Gilbert and Cohen Hurst. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that's the downside of the job that we do. And, you know, whilst we all feel for those two players and any player that goes through a long season-ending uh, injury, uh, you know, they now embark on what is a recovery process. So while everyone else gets to watch rugby league, the next time we see those two players will be in 12 months' time. So there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes between those two players. Uh, very influential, particularly Tommy, Tommy Gilbert for mm-hmm. his team. Um, off the back of that shoulder injury that we saw last year. So devastating blow to those two. Yeah, you just feel for them. I mean, and, and the confirmation is now with Cohen Hess that it is ACL, and you're yeah. right, they've, they've gone for the year. Hey, mate, the, great to chat, and you're going to join us every Friday right the way through the uh, the footy season now. We, we can't wait. Of course, you're, you're tied up with uh, with Benny Davis as well through his show. So uh, we're loving your thoughts. Uh, it's been a big week for you as well. I was... Uh, a part of the dementia forum in um, in, in Canberra with Wally, and uh, and I, while you were filling in for me here on air, and you admitted that CTE is a worry for you. You're someone who's played probably 400 games at the elite level, and it's yeah. something that, that that is part of your life now. Yeah, it is, Patty, and I was sort of overwhelmed on the response. To be fair, I'm um, yeah, by no means was I making a, a, a cry for sympathy, but I was stating some facts in regards to the harsh realities of, of some of the you know the symptoms and, and signs, I guess, that I've been presented with. Now, um, as you just touched on, over 400 top you know top grade games at the you know an elite level, there has to be some sort of side effects. So. Uh, the one thing it has done, it has brought light. And if anyone has any sort of in, inkling that they may have these sort of conditions is, you know, don't feel like you have to do it alone. You can have a chat and yarn about it. Now, there is, um, you know, plenty of different avenues and pathways you can go down for that. But um, that was sort of the main sort of, uh, you know, um, in, you know, that was my main sort of yeah. process of, of delivering that. Now, um, you know, there was plenty of news and media off the back of it. Um, different headlines had way different out <laughs> views. Some some guys had me uh, a lot worse than what I actually really am. But it was just the fact that, um, you know, some of the signs and symptoms, it's real. It is real. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, hey, and Co- there is help out there. Hey, Corey, what do you like at tipping, please? Uh, well, not great. Oh, it's, beauty. Um, we might talk, be. You're talking, you, well, I said not great. <laughs> but it'll if be I play good it enough. Down, I come, if I play it down, I come out in front, that'll be the main thing. All right. All right. We're all together. <laughs> We've tipped the same well, Paddy, this week. Paddy, 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 he's sitting second at the moment and nothing's been done, so that's going all right. <laughs> no, second I was last. second last because it was on alphabetical order. I was fourth. Oh, pardon me. Second last. I must be close to you. <laughs> all right, mate. Great to chat. <laughs> See you, see you, guys. Thanks, I'll talk to you soon. We're back. Just gone uh, 8.23. Uh, little bonus just coming through heels on the uh, internet here for the Socceroos. They're going to play a qualifier, a World Cup qualifier, on home soil now with uh, Lebanon. So Lebanon have confirming that uh, it will play its designated home fixture in Canberra on Tuesday, 26th of March, and that's reaction to the current state of the play in the Middle East. Mm. So uh, Lebanon are coming out here to play oh. their home game against us, against the Socceroos. wonder why March they changed 26th. that. Mm. So anyway, that's only just coming through from uh, from Football Australia. Hey, Muzz is on the line. Morning, Muzz. 
Jeez, Betty, I, I thought you were giving me a rap there saying a little, little bit of a bonus Murray's calling in. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. It's, it's Friday. We expect a call. Second bonus. Hey, uh, I, I think the uh, the non-leagueies over there in America will be sort of fascinated by the kicking game in the rugby league there, especially the uh, the sideline, the conversions, etc. Yeah, okay. Yeah, actually, we've, we've had some of our Pat calling through and said uh, if we wanted to get the USA involved in a game, we should have used their goalposts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've always been a long, uh, big advocate for that style of uh, of post in rugby league in regard to the uh, the we're taking at the two lower sections of the post and having them recess that in the dead ball. Uh, anyway, it's a, it's a thought. But, uh, yeah, it's not a thought that uh, I'm opposed to. It's so, a place, good idea. so place yeah. kicking, Muzz, you reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, quickly, uh, entertainment report there, if I may. Yes. Yeah, go on. Richie Cunningham, 70 years of age today. Oh, righty, eh? <laughs> oh. Right. And Paddy, Paddy if uh, any of your listeners want to have a cup of coffee, this might be in a minute there. He uh, rose to fame on the Andy Griffith Show with... Uh, Jim Neighbors playing Goober and Don Knotts playing Barney Fife. Oh, jeez. Now you are going back. I don't, I don't think I remember those, Buzz. I don't had, normally do. He had really red hair, didn't he? And was it what sort of style yeah. was it on the show, on the Andy Griffiths? Uh, oh, it's, it's always been the same. I think he was about six or, six or seven in uh, Heels, if you mean, and then he was in American Graffiti and then went to uh, Happy Days. I think he was early 20s when he was in Happy Days. And now he's doing heaps of work on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Ronnie Howard. Anyway, that's uh, SCNEQ where uh, we get the mic over and out. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't forget Mate Mobile Credit, 20 bucks off for five months with Mate Internet. Use the promo code SAVE20. Use the number 20, SAVE20 with Mate Internet. And also Australia's Tour of New Zealand is live on SENQ, 6.93am. And on the SEN app, Brisbane's home of sport. We'll head live to the first test at the Basin Reserve from 9 o'clock this hey, morning. Hang on, hang on. It's on, isn't it? Oh, the cricket's it's on. It's 26 minutes in. We're nine for 288. They've added nine. Oh, you've got your wish. And uh, let's just have a little look at how many Josh is. He's two not out of 14. Wow. And Green has gone to 110 not out. Come on. I can't believe I've been watching the golf when Minwoo's finished anyway. Well, they finished at four under, by the way. Aaron Badley, his hair dead set looks like Joe Dirt at the moment. <laughs> He's really got a mullet going, a mud flap mullet, long and straight. Right, well, you've got your wish. Hazelwood's two off 14, and we're nine for 290. And he's got through 27 minutes. Can he get through 57 minutes? Like Casper said, get to drinks maybe. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yes. Well, that's that's most remissable. Good crowd to it. They're building up already very early at the, uh, the Basin Reserve. Of course, three-hour time difference. So it's uh, half past 11 down there. We're getting very close to 8.30 where Tommy Hackett will join us. We'll talk cricket. We'll get the latest updates there from uh, from Ladbrokes as well. Uh, we'd love you to join us in that last half hour of the show, the Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line, 13, 13 55. If you've got a question for the Oracle, for Tommy, uh, I'm certain he'd be happy to answer it. The text line is 0467 736 736. Where's Cuzzy? He sends through two jokes and he's desperate to get on. Hey, Heels. <laughs> Purchased 12 bees in the market on Marketplace. But he, when they arrived, he got 13 bees. So he hey. contacted the sender and said, what's with the extra bee? And the reply was, "Reply was, it's a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, like it. <laughs> and, and Paddy was at the train station. He asked for two return tickets. The, tra- the train t- attendant said to where? And Paddy replied to here. 
Well, like the late <laughs> Dean like Jones. You like the yeah. Overture, no, sorry, sorry. I was thinking, yeah, that, where do you want him to? I want him to hear. But, <laughs> and because it brought up a story about Dean Jones in Bunnings. The late Dean Jones went to Bunnings. He said, mate, I want, I w- would like um, some nails uh, to do this veranda of mine. And the bloke said, well, how long do you want them? He said, oh, I want to keep them. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's enough with the bad, with the bad dad jokes. Uh, Cuzzy, off to the Gold Coast Turf Club tomorrow, as we were last week. Had a fun afternoon. Uh, other than the two Chris Nelson tips, um, what do you have? Do you have any more? Well, wait for Tommy. He will have some tips for sure. A couple of shorties in Sydney tomorrow, but a couple of very good horses going around, Stormboy and Fangirl, and we'll talk about those races. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned, Cuz, because Tommy Hackett is going to join us in uh, just over, just straight after Vanessa has the news, but just repeating, yes, Australians going along quite nicely. They put on 15 this morning for the last wicket. Uh, Hazel was just hit a four, and it's now nine for 294. So we have, we put on 15 this morning, and Cameron Green continues. He's 110 not out. And they've got a man around the corner on the leg side for Hazelwood as well as a short fine leg, a short mid-wicket. I hope they're not bowling short to him because that's a waste of those conditions. As Casper says, you've got to keep it simple. The pitch is helping you enough. I, I dread, I would dread if I was an opener for New Zealand facing Hazelwood in these conditions. Yeah, well, he'll be Ooh. out there shortly, would suspect. Matt Henry at four for 47, desperate. He's bowling at the moment. With a relatively new ball, he's uh, desperate to pick up uh, his five for. All right, we're about to go to the 8.30 News with Vanessa. Tommy Hackett is in the studio with us right after that. Dimmy's just sent uh, something through. Love the racing this time of year. We all do. Flemington tomorrow, like King Colorado and the Guineas at $7 and a tissue in the blamey at fours. We'll uh, we get Tommy's opinion on that uh, very shortly. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, boys. So you can chat with industry racing experts in the Ladbrokes communities. Download that app today. But remember, uh, what are you really gambling with uh, for free and confidential support? Uh, go to the gamblinghelponline.org.au. Now, let's get straight into the cricket, Tommy. We've reached 300. We're nine for 300. Green's just hit a six. He's 116 not out. And that renowned number 11, Josh Hazelwood, is six not out from 16. Yeah, a great knock from Josh Hazelwood. <laughs> I think I, I think we can probably pencil in a 50 from here and a, and a, a, a can green double century. But he's, I'll, uh, give you, I'll give you 30 to one. I think you can have a bit more than that, Hills. I'll, I'll be generous. I think you can have a little bit more than that. But it, it was a, a market that sort of uh, did change quite dramatically yesterday. Australia lost those early wickets. New Zealand did uh, firm into favouritism at, at one point but this Cam Green uh, innings has put Australia back into the ascendancy. Australia now $1.80 favourites. New Zealand $3.25 to draw $4.50. I'll be interested in your thoughts, Hills. The way Cam Green batted with the with, with the tail yesterday, I think it's a, it's probably an underrated skill that not all batsmen have. I think Steve Waugh's probably one of the greats at it and Michael Hussey. And I thought that was a little bit yeah. Hussey-esque from Cam Green yesterday, the way he batted with the tail. It's a good call. Um, Hussey made 100 with McGill one day, didn't he? He was nearly – he was a low scorer at the time and just – blaze to 100. So Cam Green has got that ability. He batted at 8 for WA and came in at 6 for 90 one day at the Gabba and made 100. Yep. And, and so he's he's got the experience. That's why I thought they could slot him in at number 6. They don't have to be number 4, but he's got a chance to do it for, from 4. Yeah, he's definitely got that versatility. It's, yep. it's a it's a good it's a good uh, he's a good lever to have. You can sort of put him, in, like, especially if he's batting like this. We can put him anywhere. Bowling so options have? too. He's going to be he and uh, I would bowl him and Mitch Marsh before Nathan Lyon. I reckon here. 
So what did you say? We're into a dollar eighty. Dollar eighty. So yeah, New Zealand. Uh, basically, we're back into really what we started at. New Zealand got as long as five dollars fifty. Then they got then they got as short as a two dollars themselves. Back out to three dollars twenty five. So it's been quite a roller coaster. But we're basically now back to where we started. I, I'd like to call us now. It's a delicately poised test match. Beautiful. Yeah, and I, I agree. And it was it was riveting viewing yesterday. Hey, just on the cricket field. So it should be mentioned that the uh, the mighty Bulls uh, in Perth they'll play Western Australia starting today at around twelve thirty. Our time. So uh, they haven't given up hope. We've only won two matches this year in the Sheffield Shield, but we haven't given up hope mm. yet, have we? Uh, yeah, very optimistic. <laughs> uh, because I think we've got to win in certain ways yeah, very, very well and have other things yeah, going I think, away. Yeah, you, it, it's the uh, – I think they're a 1,000 to 1, but okay. there is still a mathematical chance, but you really need to get the calculator out to get make those maths work. But we're back-to-back. We won last week against South Australia. Let's yeah. get the back-to-back done and finish. Okay. Always tough over in WA. Right, let's go to Vegas, Tommy. Yeah, the league. Rugby. There it is. Everyone in the rugby league universe, I feel, is in Las Vegas at the moment. And there's been good betting interest uh, in both these games this weekend. South Sydney Rabbitohs are narrow favourites against the Manly Seagulls. The Rabbitohs are $1.80. Seagulls are $2. I think it's a, a really interesting game, this one. And it's something I've touched on during the week is these smaller fields. And when it comes, it comes to round one, betting the under has generally been a profitable betting play in recent years. I did the, the math in, in uh, the last couple of weeks and the last two seasons, uh, so you've had 16 round one games the last two seasons. 12 of them have gone under. And historically in round one, the unders has been profitable because teams just a little bit clunky round one. It takes them a little bit of getting used to the conditions. So my best bet in this game is the under. And if you want to put in a same game multi, I like a Richie Kenner for the Rabbitohs to score a try at any time. He's okay. sort of in and out of first code, Richie Kenner. But when he does get an opportunity, he scores tries. He's played 15 games for the Rabbitohs and he scored on 13 occasions. So if you put the under 41 and a half total points, Richie Kenner to score at any time, that'll get you $7.95. Looking ahead to the Brisbane Broncos against the Sydney Roosters. The Broncos, $1.60 favourite. Sydney Roosters, $2.35. This is going to be a really interesting game for, for both these sides. We know the Broncos were so, so close to a premiership last season. They've lost a lot of key players. They need to be able to back that up. While the Roosters were had such a weird season last year, they look gone. They went on this late run to make the finals then basically almost fell into a prelim final. But I think they'll be a better side this season, the, uh, the Sydney Roosters. So I quite like the Roosters to uh, record an upset win in this one for my same game multi here. And once again, back in the under mm. 39 and a half total points. I like the roosters to, uh, to cover the line with a three and a half point start. And I like to be newer for uh, the roosters to score a try at any time. They'll get you $12 and 42 cents. Mm. Um, you wouldn't believe that shot. You've, yeah, Tommy, yeah. you couldn't see it, but it was a back away swivel six from a hot head high ball from a rock. Yeah. Uh, Six over midweek. We uh, oh we goodness. seemed a little distracted. Yeah, while yeah, you were I, going. Did, I did. I knew something must have happened. I thought well, I was worried we'd lost a wicket, but no, that's Green, good. That's a good result. Green's taken two steps towards the square leg umpire and then swatted it back over midwicket for a mighty six. He's 122. We're nine for 307. This would be annoying the Black Caps no end that they've put on. Uh, well, they put on nearly 30 this morning, and here oh. he goes again. <laughs> He's literally just slashing at everything. It's amazing what confidence will do. Mm. It really is. So you're tipping the Roosters against the Bronx, I, I, I gathered from that. Yes. I am. I, no, I'm quite, I quite like the Roosters this year. I think they'll be a top four side, and I, I just I just think there's not as much between these two sides as the market suggests. I do think that 
it's being underrated the losses the Broncos have had. We know Herbie Farnworth, he was the best centre in the competition last year by the length of the Flemington Straight. Kurt Capewell, such a key leader. He's an yeah. underrated player. He's a massive loss. I just, I'm just a little bit worried. Tommy Flegler, he became the enforcer of that forward pack. So I'm a little bit concerned that I still think they're going to be a top eight side. There's no doubt the Broncos, but I, I just don't think they're going to be that that top two side. And I don't consider them the main threat to, to Penrith this season. Okay. Well, what are the what are the the Ladbrokes punters been saying? Uh, yeah, we're all saying that it's the most hyped round one games we've had probably in rugby league history going back since the 1908. Uh, is that reflective with the with the bookies? Yeah, we definitely are seeing that that reflect. I just think there's been more public. It's, it's gotten a lot more sort of that preseason publicity. I think once again, even though the AFL tried to bring their season forward, they've got opening round or round zero next week. The NRL sort of uh, beating them to the punch once again, starting that week earlier, and uh, even spreading the games out across two weekends. You've still got this, there's a lot of talk about Vegas, but you're still getting all that preseason talk. Punters are still things like they've got to put their footy tips in, they've got to submit their super coach sides. It just gets some talking about the footy. A little bit earlier. I think that's all made a big difference. So once again, PVL, he's pulled out some more marketing genius. Mm. Yeah, and of course, on paper, they're two close games. Exactly right. Well. I think they're that, not lopsided. It doesn't look to be lopsided. No, I, I think that, that certainly plays a, a key role as well. I just think that the way the last finish, it was such a great grand final as well. I always think when there's a great grand final, punters are really looking forward to uh, the next season as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, Matty, what's happening? You're Oh, I was just pointing out there's a South Sydney jersey in the field. <laughs> Random South Sydney yeah, guy yeah, there at, it is. at the Test Cricket. Yeah. Um, it's uh, coming up to 8.40. We're going to talk a little bit of Super Rugby. We had uh, Big H. We had Harry Wilson on today. Um, boy, there's some hoodoos when it comes to uh, Australian teams beating uh, beating the Kiwi teams. We'll talk about that the other side of this break. We've got Tommy Hackett with the Ladbrokes Market Update joining us here in the studio. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. So this could be sort of tearing into the Ripley's Believe It or Not stakes at the moment because uh, at the Basin Reserve in Wellington, Hazelwood and Green have just passed the 50 partnership. Hazelwood is 11 not out. Green is just throwing the bat at everything. He's 129 not out. Nine for 319. They came together when line was out of the score at nine for 267. So this will be angering not only the Black Caps but the crowd. It'll be really peeving them at the moment. So the Australian's up to 319 now. The bowlers are rattled. Mm. Tommy, um, I didn't mention this to Harry Wilson when we had him on early because I didn't want to sort of put him in the, in the, in the negative mindset before we head south. But the Canes have won 12 of their last 13 you against said the it Reds. Tw- oh, no. You said it twice. No, no I just said Harry. that our record wasn't great against <laughs> Logan. I didn't say the specific record. I think you did. And we've won one of our and we've won one of our last 14 against New Zealand teams. Give me a reason to believe. Yeah, they're not great stats. They don't make for great reading and the Hurricanes are still clear favorites this game, but the Reds have been a little bit supported. They're a dollar 33 the Hurricanes, the Reds $3.20. The betting play I like in this game is the the total points, and I like the over. The line's been set at 57.5 points, and I think the Reds' best chance is to really let rip and play their mm. expansive uh, attacking rugby. And the overs has saluted in nine of the past 15 games played by the Reds as well. So I think this will be a high-scoring affair. It could be one of those 40-35 style uh, outings. I really think there'll be plenty of points scored. So hopefully the uh, the Reds could uh, can give a good account of themselves. I think they were pretty good for the most part against the Waratahs. We still need to – the back line's probably still a little bit rusty, but I think they'll improve for the run. So fingers crossed they can give a good account of themselves against yeah, the Hurricanes. Well, they both scored 40 last week. Exactly right, and yeah. that was in wet conditions as well. So I think there'll be there'll be plenty of points in this game. Yes, That's so. as many runs. There's runs in Wellington. <laughs> is Josh 
Uh, is his surname still Hazelwood or is it Bradman? <laughs> uh, he's just played a cover drive for four. It's unbelievable. At 50. At 50 is coming. Yes. I'm excited. Okay. It's nine for 230, uh, nine for 323 now. Uh, and uh, yes, as I said, they'll be getting angrier and angrier. Um, uh, what about the other Super Rugby matches? Is there one that catches your eye? It is Super Round. All the teams have gathered in, in Melbourne for this and it's a, it's a massive weekend. And... The, some saying, Tommy, you know, when the Rebels are in financial distress, that uh, is there much advantage in taking this town to Melbourne now because you don't know how long the Rebels are going to last. Yeah, it is a little bit of a, a concern. Probably the, I think the most interesting game is Chiefs against the Brumbies on the Sunday afternoon. The Chiefs are the $1.40 favourites. Brumbies, $2.90. I think that'll be a fairly interesting encounter as well. I'll actually like the under in that game. The last eight away games played by the Brumbies, the under has saluted seven times. So quite keen on the unders. And I think it's going to be tough for the Waratahs against the Crusaders. The Waratahs record against the Crusaders is even worse than the Reds against the Hurricanes. <laughs> and the Crusaders have covered the line in uh, six of their last eight games. I think the Crusaders will prove far too strong for the Waratahs. Okay, Paul sending through a text. Morning, Patton Hills. Great work from Hoss. This is Josh Hazelwood. I think he'd be lipping his, licking his lips when he gets the bowl and any runs he's scoring a bonus. Well, I don't know about that. He's starting to look like an accomplished Batsman at the moment. All rounder. Jo- yeah. All rounder, Josh Hazelwood. Look at him, he's shadow batting now. <laughs> and the non strikers in. See, what happens to these tailenders? They start now to forget they can't bat. <laughs> and they try to play an expansive shot and find themselves out. Just leave it to Greeny. <laughs> and Matty from Ipswich saying, come on, Tommy, have some faith. Broncos top two for sure, he's saying. Well, I hope I'm wrong, Matty, but I don't know. Uh, now, of course, it's just a, a massive weekend and, and the F1 circus is about to fire mm. up again. We're in Bahrain. We're in Bahrain. Normally the first Grand Prix of the year is where you see some of the most competitive betting. Not this year. Max Verstappen, <laughs> who absolutely dominated last year, Red Bull have dominated testing. He's a dollar forty favourite. It's the shortest price favourite in the first Grand Prix of the year ever in the history of F1. He's a dollar forty favourite. Lewis Hamilton on the second line of betting at eight dollars. Obviously, really interesting situation. Lewis Hamilton still driving for Mercedes this year, but will leave to join Ferrari next year. Charles Leclerc, who's is there, twelve dollars. George Russell, fifteen dollars, along with Sergio Perez. Daniel Ricciardo is two hundred and one dollars, but I think there's value to be had for Ricciardo, maybe in top ten markets, because yep. I do think that the the car they've got for the team formerly known as Alpha Tauri. They've now got a long name that they're, we're now just calling them RB. Uh, RB, it's, they're, apparently they're basically just using Red Bull's car from last year is the rumour. And that Red Bull car from last year was pretty pretty quick. So yeah. if that's the case, I think we can see good improvement from Daniel Ricciardo this year. And I do think uh, he can be in the mix. It's a big year for Daniel Ricciardo because if he can put his best foot forward, Sergio Perez struggles in the Red Bull like he did last year, then that could seat could be open up for Daniel Ricciardo uh, next year as well. And he could also put himself in the mix for that uh, spare seat at Mercedes. So yeah. it's a big year for Daniel Ricciardo. Well, I don't know whether Jack's just made this up or whether it is online, but he's saying we're now calling it V-Carb. It's Visa Cash App RB. It's yeah. a ridiculous name for the team. But There's a few new names in the F1 this year that are a few head scratches, so I'm happy just to stick with RB. RB, all right. Okay. We know what you're talking about uh, when that happens. It's uh, it's nine for 327. They just keep going. Henry is desperate. Uh, I think when I last looked, he had four for 47. He's now four for 63, so he's copying some tap is the premier fast bowler. It's 8.50. We'll get to a break. We're here for Ladbrokes, and we've got some very big racing to discuss the other side. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.com.